I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Well, if you hear little crinkles and crackles, I'm getting my um, turmeric tea. Um, I was so into the channeled message that I forgot to set the chat up. So <laughs> my sacred space of empowerment, co-hosts, co-pilots. Oh, some of you got in. Um, hey, Ray. So, yeah, so um, things will be getting set up. Really excited for today's program, today's podcast. A little fanning out because um, Lynn V. Andrews is going to be on. And I have read most of her earlier books and um, used to have some deep dives with uh, my assistant, who's also a really, really great friend. And we used to talk a lot about these books. So, you know what? Everything kind of comes around full circle, doesn't it? So, um, if you're in the chat, hello, hello. Uh, welcome. Um, these are my co-pilots, cohorts. Sound engineers, let me know how the sound is and basically just kind of keep the energy going. I do see a lot of people listening by phone. If you have a question or a comment, please press 1 or you want a reading, press 1 on the keypad and that lets you know uh, that you're in the queue. And it also um, alerts me so that I know too. That's kind of how it works here. All right, everyone, um, get your tea, get your coffee, get your water and uh, beverage and settle in. Again, call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad, and that lets me know that you want a reading, you want to say hi, you want to let me know how you're doing, you want to ask questions, whatever it is, please press 1. All right, so um, how about this energy that we are going through right now? There is a lot that is preparing for major, major, major decisions. Um, and I really want to just share a little bit before I get to the callers. Um, you know how I'd like to. Uh, first off, all things Awakenings, go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. We really don't check maybe a couple times a year. Um, and I the messenger through the awakenings page um, on Facebook. And I'm not on messenger. If you really need to get in touch with me, info at soulplayground.life, YouTube comments. Um, Those of you that are connecting with me on Patreon and doing my groups and program, that's the best way. Or mentor cam. Mentor cam, because I'm booked out to about, I don't know, mid-February, end of February. 
So if you have a quick question or want to check in or you have guest suggestions or topic suggestions, please email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Don't want to miss it. And, you know, this is all our co-creation. You all are helping co-create this. So I do appreciate the input. It's just I don't want people to think we're ignoring them. It's just with so many people emailing and DMing and personal, you know, PMing, DMing, that we just have to kind of make it a little more organized as to where to look for um, the emails. And um, if you send it to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, Sadie will handle it or something for me. She'll, she'll forward it to me. So, um, okay. I really, very interesting morning. I did my walk, went to go um, – Oh, thank you, Tammy. Great to hear you. Great to hear you, too. I know last week we had a technical glitch, so we didn't have the program, but we're rescheduling Daniel um, Fiverson, and um, he's got a great book out on astrology, and he really does a deep dive. You know, a lot of the advanced astrologers, they look at patterns, so they look at events that have happened, you know, 10, 20, 50, 100, 150, and more years. So kind of like, um, it's interesting. Everything's a pattern, whether it's stock market, whether it's weather, uh, whether it's fashion. You know, you can tell what's going on if you look, if you don't get caught up in like, oh, this is mundane or mainstream. This doesn't count. It all counts. It all fits in. Which kind of leads me to my little channeling here half talk and half channeling, I'm working on some new um, courses, really uh, awakening to your own power and harnessing and understanding your purpose in life, your mission and what you're here to do and what's most aligned to you on a soul level using also a lot of tools and specifically universal laws. Um, so in light of that, I recently did, it hasn't posted yet, The, the um, I recently uploaded and published the um, February 2022 uh, reading on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. I have another one going up, and then after that, I did a whole reading on basically what is emerging, what aspect or what side of you is now emerging. Because we're always emerging. When you're connecting on an ego level, that part of you has already been done. You know what I mean? And we, and we live in that place for a while, but every now and then, if you're really lucky, if you're blessed, I know it's a pain in the you-know-what, but if you happen to have a full or a rich life, you have many lives or lifetimes within one life. There will be a new part of you emerging. Um, I mean, if I look at what I, you know, what I, from teaching school to, you know, being a successful model, traveling around the world, living abroad, uh, two times, three, well, three times actually in my life, but two, one time for three years. All that came from the soul. I just answered the call. I just walked through the door, and I knew what to look for. I knew what to feel. So I really want to share this with people. People have been asking me, like, how did you do this? How do you manifest? How do you make your dreams come through? How do you – and it's, it's very specific, but yet tailored to each individual. But there is, there is a way – and many of you have heard me say, following the resonance, following the resonance. So I look for signs. I use my intuition. I use my instincts. Um, of course, I open to my guides, God, the all that is, universe, anything, everything <laughs> that's life-enhancing. 
you know, I have my routine. So anyway, I was really drawn to do this reading, and I really got into this energy of, you know, we're always unfolding. That's why sometimes we don't know where we're going or what we're doing because we're in the unfolding. You know, it's like before, you know, back in the day, you couldn't tell the the, the sex of the of the baby, you know, infant in, in, in utero and or in the womb, and it was kind of like, oh, surprise. Well, that's what their soul is always doing to us. It's like, oh, you're going to do this now. And the whole key is not to resist it because it's coming from the true you. It's coming beyond the ego. And the soul always does what is interesting, right, life-enhancing and fun and fulfilling for the ego. A lot of times after the fact because our ego is the part of us that it's all about status quo, it's all about reinforcing things, stabilizing things, keeping us safe and secure. But our next level of unfolding and, and to have more fulfillment, we have to move out of that comfort zone. So at some point, comfort is great, but the, the best thing is to be comfortable within yourself so you can handle the changes and um, assist yourself in the changes. So really interesting. So I get up this morning, I do my walk, I go visit my chickens. Some of you know I have to go see the chickens and one particular chicken. <laughs> and I'm doing this recording for one of my uh, groups on Patreon, all about resonance and manifesting and all this, and that energy and intentionality and really watching what is being drawn to you, what are you magnetizing to see if that's really what you want. Because a lot of people try to use the law of magnetic attraction without even looking at what they're drawing in. And that's where we start. Like what you're drawing in is showing you what level you're vibrating to, what you're manifesting or drawing in, and whether you want to keep it or up-level it or not, or, or you perceive you're off track. You have to see first what's coming in. It's like getting the material or fabric that determines what you're going to, what you're going to sew, what you're going to make. So you have to look at the material of your life to see what you're going to do. And you have to kind of, we're not taught to do this, so it is a little bit of a learning curve. Well, I get, I'm walking, and then there's a, right in this little cafe, this wonderful cafe, very high, you know, very affluent cafe. That's all I can say. But they're only open like till 5 to whatever, 11 or something, 3 or something. And I walk by on the other side, and there's this, homeless, I don't know what now they call him, I know there's another name, but he says out loud to everybody, as you get older, you get more philosophical. Now, I'm going somewhere with this, guys. I'm going somewhere with this. And I'm thinking, not really. Some people do. I mean, yes, there's wisdom, but some people do and some people don't, you know. But that hit me. I thought, yes, everybody's getting more philosophical now, this whole reset with COVID, this whole, and all, and all that that brought out. We were already resetting. COVID just kind of pushed it over since about 2011. There's been a, a reset that's taking place. So I put that in my little cranium, and I thought, ooh, okay, yeah, that's true. That's going to have some meaning. So I get home, and my ear pod, one of them bounced out of my ear, and I cannot find it. And I just bought another pair to replace another one that I use just for walking, and this one, these, I mean, these are the professional ones. And I thought, oh, I don't really want to outlay another, you know, couple hundred dollars within two days to find this thing because I lost the other one on one of my walks. 
So I paused for a second. I thought, okay, okay. As I did that, by the way, three cards fell out of my Oracle cards that were on my desk when this happened. So I thought, oh, that means I'm going to do a reading and align my energy. So I've been asking, what's the next step of how I can really open up more and reach more people, help more people, assist them, and, and, and kind of break it down. What do you, you know, how do you live? Because a, a lot of people ask me that. That's why a lot of people do my workshops or come to YouTube. And there really is a system. And, and it's, it's a lot of people use this that are high-level creators. They look. Even artists, painters, they'll say, oh, I noticed that something they got inspired by. But see, we're, we're taught to tune that out, that it's a distraction. It's like we're taught not to daydream, not to take a nap. But some great ideas. I mean, Einstein did that. Einstein did all the, you know, work, all the equations, all the figuring things out, and then would go for a walk or go meditate or take a nap or just let his mind wander, and then the answer would come in. And that's, I'm not going to get totally into the astrology of it, but that is that Jupiter in Pisces and Neptune in Pisces were being led to, you can live your life with less laborious effort. Not that you can't, not that there's not going to be trials and, you know, challenges and difficulty and obstacles. The soul likes all that. Think, oh, that's fun. Oh, we overcame this challenge. But the heavy lifting grunt work, that is disappearing, you know, for many, many that are hearing this so-called. So I tuned in, just meditated a bit, and I thought, okay, I'll either find it or guess what? You buy another one, whatever, you know, that, that it is what it is. I just totally let it go. And I did this reading. And then I had, for one of my classes, I happened to have my pendulum. And I thought, oh, I'm going to use my pendulum to find where that little, you know, ear pod went. Sure enough, I start using my pendulum and I, is, is the lost ear pod over here? No, no, it's giving me no. It's giving, and then one area, which I'd already looked, it started swinging wildly. And I'm like, well, it is over there somewhere. I already had gotten down on the floor and, and tried to find it and didn't, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. Did it again, got down on the floor, and then I did a, like a little earthing meditation because I have a nice, cozy, um, my healing office rug, kind of a hand-woven rug and nice hardwood floors, and I just sat there for a little bit and just tuned in. And sure enough, I looked. There was a piece of paper that had fallen on the other side of the shelf, and there where my pendulum was swinging wildly around was that earbud pod now don't even ask me it was like because it bounced off of something in my office and so it wasn't really where you would think it it should be right isn't that how lost things are (laughs) right so I thought oh wow there it is about I've been talking about energy and vibration and now I'm using the pendulum which is just a way of tuning into my subconscious mind that already knows because our subconscious mind is recording everything our subconscious mind you know, knows what's, ha- what's happening. It's about tapping into that and then getting into the non-local or infinite, um, infinite mind. So I thought, well, of course my subconscious mind saw where that bounced. It doesn't, our subconscious mind doesn't miss a thing. And I thought, okay, there's something with energy here. And 
connecting into our energy. And I thought, what is going on? What is that next step? Because every so many people have been sharing with me that they feel like they lost momentum or things feel stuck or they have a lot of doubt right now or they were really, you know, confident in their choices. And I find any time that that happens, that's a call for us to pause, feel, look around, maybe make adjustments or just know things are unfolding. I like to say sometimes marinating. You know, the things are marinating. The soup is simmering. And you can't push. Things are being worked around. But it's precisely at that time that what our rational mind, our ego mind, doesn't want us to do, what we need to do is focus on something else. Like I didn't keep looking and looking and looking, you know, for that ear pod. I'm just like, okay, you know, earbud, earpod, whatever it is, the newest one. I, I, I used it to connect in more for the show, and I thought, okay, this is the direction I'm going in. So what I got is a lot of people coming out of this cave, this, some of it's enforced, isolation, being very inward, looking within, evaluating, looking at their life, what, you know, how did I get here, you know, looking at patterns, what, you know, are my relating patterns really supportive of me? Are they just conditioned response patterns? Or are they genuinely what I feel I need and want or what I want to do or what I want to express, what I want to share? Especially in areas of career, a lot of people are waking up and there's going to be a, more of a pause there where people don't know what they want to do because the pause means go within. Get into a higher vibrational state of your higher self so you can connect to your soul so you can do what's most fulfilling for you. So a lot of people leaving regular jobs or transitional jobs or, or taking a transitional job and saying, this is going to tide me over, this is a bridge to what is really fulfilling for me. So there's a lot of more decisive action. So we're coming out of the cave and it's about looking at the thread. What is the circuit of meaning right now in your life and all this chaos? Because out of chaos comes new order and out of confusion comes creativity, right? So out of this chaos and confusion, that is all creative energy. That's why people that really kind of know this, you know, any entrepreneur that I've ever worked with, whether Fortune 500, 100, you know, Fortune 50 companies, a lot of them maximize out of confusion, out of downturns, down markets, um, or, or seeing a gap, the void, seeing some, a gap that's something, like there's a lot of energy going in one direction, you know, one field is doing well, one area, one arena in, in commerce, and another is lagging. And they'll look, instead of seeing the lack, they'll go, oh, what can I do? Because no one's over there. Everybody's like a, in the beehive, you know, or fluttering around in one area. So we're being asked to do that for our individual life. So I would suggest to all of you, look at the thread in your life. What, what is the, what's the commonality? What's the thread that, that threads everything together that gives you meaning? that is meaningful for you in your life. And it's now about weaving that together. So that's where I was feeling that, that homeless guy was saying when everyone gets older, they become more philosophical. Well, he was looking at, I mean, obviously he was getting some downloads, <laughs> some source energies, but he kind of twisted it into the mainstream viewpoint that as we get older, we get wiser. That's not so true. 
I've met some eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year olds that are extremely wise, more wise than even their parents or their grandparents or the 70, 80, 90 year old person down the road, you know? So it's, it, we're going to get out of that. It's not so much about the age. It's about how we came in, our soul's development and, and what we're exposed to and, and, our, and do we follow our natural inclinations. That's that wisdom. Do we learn from our life experience or do we keep repeating the same patterns even though they don't get us what we really want, but we're stubborn and we just keep on, keep on, keep on. We won't do it another way. But I do believe everyone is more philosophical right now. So we're to all be looking at the part of the self that didn't yet get a role to play, the side of you that is seeking expression. So the other thing that was coming in is making sacred your life. How do we make our life sacred? Intentionality. And that moves us, the intentionality moves us into authorship of our life into a leadership or divine leader, being living authentically, having our own volition. It, it moves us in not following the herd or the, the hive mind out of, out of fear. We connect, connect into our authentic self. We have our own sovereignty, big word that's being bantied around, our own autonomy. Right now, sovereignty and autonomy looks very external, like people, oh, I don't want to wear the mask. You have to wear the mask. Okay. I would say people, and it's not about wearing it or not wearing or getting the jab or not getting the jab. What it is about is what is your authentic self say and need and want? You know, it's like going to a parking place or you're, you're going to go to a parking spot and all of a sudden there used to not be a meter. Now there's a meter and the, the meter person is there and you're like arguing for years. I've parked here and there's never any meter. Okay. Well, you can argue back and forth. You can even get a ticket and go to court and play this out. Or you can just use your, uh, ask yourself, is this best for my authentic self? See, that's what people are having. They're getting, a lot of people are getting caught up in the minutia. They're getting caught up in, these little ego details instead of looking at their own life and seeing what is this reflecting for me? Like as above is so below, how is what's going on showing where I'm not fully stepping up into my life and where I'm allowing others to control me out of fear or not always other people, beliefs or ideas or shortcuts that don't get anywhere or external motivation that cuts us off from our heart and our our authentic needs and wants. So that's what I feel we're all really starting to move into more so that our life becomes more intentional. It's the difference between, you know, we've all had this experience when a certain meal is made with a lot of love. Years ago I had this friend that just always amazing cooking, Mojlan, and salad, very simple but you, when you'd sit, it was like sacred. It was breaking bread. You'd sit, you know, whether it was just with her or her family or our friends would gather together, and there was this amazing bond. But she'd go get the, you know, the vegetables, the fresh spices. Everything was fresh. And she loved cooking and she loved sharing with people. So we're really being asked to do that in our life now. Where can we bring this intentionality and also to look at the thread 
and how can we begin to weave this thread together to make this kind of magic carpet of our life. So that's why things might be a bit on pause for people. What is Sue saying? So out of the chaos I have going, I will be shot out of the cannon, just like in the circus. That's what I envision, Sue. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It can be a little it can be a little blurb and it can it can be a poop, you know, it, it yeah, it can be a cannon. Um, it can also be a hot air balloon. Why don't you put that message in that it's that it's it's uh, you know flowing like a hot air balloon or a kite? All right, three four seven five three nine five one two two. We're getting to readings. Okay, hello, welcome. You're on awakenings. Hey, Michelle. This is Owen. Hey, Owen. Welcome. Okay. Thank you. How are you good, doing? good. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling really good today. Got my turmeric tea, golden milk tea right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm drinking my lemon water with uh, sea salt and feeling good, too. Ooh. So. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, ah, so do you have a question? I, I, I do. I also just wanted to say, too, I tuned into your uh, your card reading before the show, and I thought it was really great. So thank you for that as well. Oh, good. You caught it. You got the, the one that just yeah. published. Them. The, the, yes. the, oh, good. Yeah. Um, also, the intro. Wow, I really feel. I kind of feel like I'm in that pause right now too. I uh, I am calling about uh, a move, or you know, the potential of a move. I I quit my job a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. I've been um, really kind of loving <laughs> not working right now. It's been it's been <laughs> nice. I've been working on my music, and but I. Recently, I mean, it's been my plan to to move back home, and I'm really just kind of I'm questioning that now. And um, yeah, just wanting to know if that's like a destiny issue or yeah, for me well, to move no, or move is destiny, but where? And so that's you're kind of in that spot that a lot of people are at, where it, the reason to move, why and where isn't yet tied in. It hasn't yet, that thread hasn't been boop, pulled it together, right? That part of the patchwork quilt. So I would say yeah. when that happens, it's like focus where you are from your art, what you're doing now, and notice what you're being more and more drawn to because the place that you move will have more of that. Okay. Right? It'll All have right. more of those ele- elements. So. Focus on what are the qualities of the people you want to be around and the qualities of the environment. Mm-hmm. So a lot of yeah. times people move and they don't realize, okay, what's my true vibe? You know, they're, they're, not, they're not realizing what is the lifestyle that really feels good for me or healthy for me or life-enhancing, what really supports me, what kinds of things, what kinds of people, right. and what are those people doing, and what is, what is around um, – like I've lived in big cities a few times, and I do not. I I came from beach town. I really my energy. I don't mind visiting. You know, I lived in New York. I lived in Chicago. London was okay because there's a lot of parks and there's I don't know. There's just a different pace um, and easy to get outside. You know, into the countryside. But still, would, that's not my first choice. It was just kind of you know it was part of my path. Um, so right now people are being asked to really look and see. I, my only concern with you with the family could be some entanglements. 
Yeah. So just get yeah. clear I, about what's important okay. for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, the thing is, I actually really, I do love where I live. I've lived here for five years. And now I'm just thinking, well, if I, if I did decide to stay here, then, you know, go back into massage and kind of start a new kind of in terms of what I'm doing for money, but also, you know, like I'm, I'm just, yeah. So I, here's the thing I want to share with you. What, what, well, okay. what I feel with you intuitively psychically is you are going to move, but I don't know if it's right now. Sometimes we feel yeah. something in our soul. Like I have a client that great client. I don't know if she's listening to the show now, but she's in the middle of her move. And I, I did a reading for her six years ago, maybe even seven, and she does regular work with me. And every time she'd get a, every now and then she'd get a reading, and I kept saying, you're going to move. Oh, no, my husband doesn't want to. No, 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 I know you're going to move. You're, it's a mountainous area. I see bikes. I see, like, a, you know, college town. It's nature. I don't know if it's Colorado or this or that, and it's going to be your husband is going to be the one that kind of pushes the move and says, it, you know, and he works remotely, blah, 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 blah. It ended up happening. And exactly. So that was a destiny issue. But because she even felt that she's intuitive, she said, like, like three years ago, she says, I, I really need to move. I feel it's now. I said, it's not now. But sometimes we feel things mm. before they happen. So that's what yeah. I feel with you. Yeah. You're feeling that there is a big move. But my sense is it may not be right now. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. All right, okay. Ellen, keep listening. We've got a great guest coming on. Thanks I will. Thank in. you so much. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Oh, hi, Michelle. This is Ray. How are you? Hey, Ray. Good. Good to hear your voice. Good. Nice to hear yours as well. Uh, what a great opening. And much like Owen, my my question has to do with moving as well. Um, okay. Spouse and I. Spouse and I are, we made the decision to sell our place with the idea after the pandemic to kind of move into a little bit bigger space. And so the place, our place sold great. And we said, hey, we're open to an adventure. Well, Ooh. lo and behold, we, we actually <laughs> yeah, did. Sure. I know, right? Be careful of asking the universe for an adventure. Um, exactly. We actually did find a property. And in this property, we found, you know, everyone has their boxes they need to check. And this property checks almost all the boxes. And, but we were kind of giving a little bit. Um, like view was kind of important to us in the yard. Um, mm-hmm. The view, we're used to kind of more expansive type views. Um, and this is kind of like, you know, when you look out the back, there's like 20-foot ficus trees. So there's a lot of green. You feel very uh, mm-hmm. enclosed, but kind of almost like in a womb-like setting. So not what we anticipated, but we decided, you know, let's go, let's go for it. But throughout the real estate transaction, it's just been horrible, horrible communication with the seller and the seller's agents. So, so bad that we finally had to kind of pull out of escrow. Um, and the sellers come back to us with an offer to get back into escrow. And I'm just kind of wary right now about how to proceed. Um, I, I, my gut I, I'm having a hard time um, trusting my intuition at this point. Um, well, your intuition is saying to move ego. on, right? Your intuition yes and no. Move There's on. so many factors. 
Okay. Well, Part one of the same, things is move on, yeah. you're buying it in a Venus retrograde, which is um, the aspects, let's just say Mercury retrograde, but also Venus, which has to do with big item, items and luxury items or what mm-hmm. we love. So that that makes sense for a lot of this back and forth. Um, is it near a canyon? Or are you up against a canyon? No, nothing, no, no canyons. It's lower uh, in the valley. Uh, it's in the desert cities. Okay. Um, but there's not mountains by you? Is there mountains? I'm seeing something high up, well, higher up. Yeah, the house itself is lower. I mean, the, the, the city sits surrounded by mountains. Okay. Um I'm almost getting you should think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because both my spouse like, and I we have walked on it, and <laughs> we can't we can't come to any 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 conclusion. I think that's your sign. I, I'm not. I think it's good, but I think there's something better. I, I think you know, the mm-hmm. both of you are going through a change. I feel like you're going to get something that's much more open or open plan or bigger windows or something. I see big windows, sliding mm-hmm. door, and I feel kind of indoor, outdoor living more. Mm-hmm. And probably even more entertaining. Yeah, I feel like you both, it's so funny, I feel like you both have been in this cave. You've kind of been, especially you, I'm getting, have been more in this kind of mm-hmm. cave. So you're attracting this womb-like energy. It's almost like you need a container to really think about not just a house, but a home. What do we really want? Like, what's the lifestyle that we want next, you know, next level? Mm-hmm. Do we mm-hmm. want to have people over? Do we want to have, you know, a gym? Do we want to have indoor out? You know, I'm getting much more flu. I don't feel this would be bad. I just don't know how long you would end up staying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. And it, the place does have great indoor-outdoor flow. It's just not that, like, expansive view where you see the mountains and, you know, there's a ton of light. Um, and I think that's what kind of makes this. You're going to want that light. Decision. You're going to yeah. want that light. You're going to want that light. Okay. Yeah. And the expansive view. Okay. Something both of you are going to be doing, I feel like you're more at home. So you've got to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel where you go that's near a trail, it might be a little more out of the city or not as right in if you're in a city. It might be just a little okay. more removed is what I'm hearing. So it's almost there, okay. the expansiveness. Yeah, but I do feel the not to downplay the view, and I feel for you especially the light coming in. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ray. Well, thank you, you Michelle. Care. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. What a wonderful show. Have a great day. Thanks so much. You too. Bye. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Tammy. Hello. Hey, Tammy. Welcome. What's your question? I have a question on my job. Um, 
kind of walked off my job yesterday, and they give me a couple of days to think about it, whether to, you know, stay with it or move forward. And just, I can't seem to make a decision, and I'm wondering if you're getting anything as far as what I should do. And Tammy, what is the decision? Um, I'm just really angry, like, with my job. Mm-hmm. I find myself in anger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to go into my soul path with this healing. Um, but I feel it's bridging. So when we're angry at someone or something, it means a boundary has been overstepped. Irritation, frustration, annoyance, anger, and resentment mean that we have either overstepped a boundary, allowed someone else to overstep a boundary, or someone has overstepped it without our allowance. So it could be like, you know, having a phone call and you knew you could only have 20 minutes or a half an hour and then it goes into 45 minutes or an hour and you're resentful that, oh, I stayed on too long and now I didn't get stuff done. So I feel you're learning something where you're at, learn the lesson and then bridge to the next because I don't feel you're going to stay there. But I feel like, it's about you making some choices and decisions for yourself and how you show up or what you allow. And you're not going to get everything your needs met. Certain things that you want met are not going to happen at that job. They're just not. So mm-hmm. I would, when, I, when that happens, what I suggest is someone says, okay, this is just a transitional job. It's giving me money in or whatever it is, whatever the perk is, whatever the necessity is, not even a perk necessarily. It's getting me enough money so that I can transition into something I really want to do or so I can research and and find out what it is I really want to do. So that's what I would say to you. So it's just okay. a little bit of shifting with you, and then I think it's going to get easier for you, and you'll be able to focus more on what it is you ultimately want to do. Okay. All right, Katie. Take good Thank care. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi, welcome. Hi, welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hi, this is Amala. How are you? Amala, doing great. How are you? Good. How are you? What's your question? (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, Yeah. So I'm actually going through. It's been a while of this. Um, I don't know if you could just tune into my energy with people. Have I value myself and. It's just time. It's this has been happening at least for four months that people are not following through with me, even with work. I I show up, they don't call back, things like that. It's just it's been a long time like this. Just was wondering what you feel or sense with that. Why is this happening? I think the wisdom of that homeless person, philosophical point of view. A lot of time now, I I talked about this. I think. well, definitely on my blog post on soulplayground.life. You want to, might want to take a peek at that. And then the 2020 overview on my YouTube okay. channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle okay. Mache. It's all about relationships and what happens with relationships. We not only get perception, very rarely do people perceive, but also projection. So right. this year, there's going to be a lot of projection. And so okay. we understand how to handle projection, then we move into perception. So I would suggest in these kinds of situations, ask, has this happened to me before? 
um, how do I feel about this? What does it mean to me? And then go, okay. I, I like to give the person the benefit of the doubt so that I don't, it doesn't stay in the projection mode. I just go, okay, maybe they're busy. Something else is going on. Um, I had something right. like this the other day with a, on a business level, this company that I'm working with. Um, and clearly in the long, I was on this tech call. It was too long. I mean, it was just, Oh, my God. And I, I started firing off this email, and I had my points and my blah, 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 blah. And then I just let it go, and I thought, okay, I'm going to send it later. I'm going to relook at it. This person's overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on. This has to be addressed, you know, And because right. I told them I'm working with multiple platforms, and, you know, I'm trying to do right, other right. stuff. Right, yeah. Then they came back around. So a lot of times when we get people doing the same thing over and over to us, or we feel like we're not being valued, a lot of times it's like, how are we inserting ourselves into that belief? Like, this is happening because they're not valuing. And bring your awareness back to your... in my, in, in just my in my case, just very quickly, I have a website, right? I hired them November 18th. I'm not kidding you. They said that they'll be done with it December 16th, my birthday, actually. They weren't done with it in air quotes until January 14th, which is eight weeks versus four weeks. Not only that, it's January 26th, but the and thing is, they you have, still have so to many glitches. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, because I got so many calls, yeah. I'm just, yeah, you still I'm have sorry. to shift it within yourself. No, 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 don't, no apology. But you yeah. still have, there's a, when we're, when we're attracting or manifesting, we get the lower yes. level harmonic first. And then when we follow it through. So in that case, because I've been in situations like that, I work with, you know, quite a few people supporting, and sometimes they don't get things on time and things are, you know, and I can go into, my God, they're not appreciating me or this or that, or why is this happening? Just like I did earlier, I go to my pendulum, I go to my med, I go, okay, what can I do right now because it is what I, it is. I handle it within myself first and then, if need be, with the other person. So you have to look at this is happening, but there's a, there's a lesson, there's a, there's a wisdom in that. Once you get that, then it's going to happen less. Right. You know, or even people okay. will turn around and say, oh, I'm so sorry that it was so late. Here's a discount. But we always yeah. have to handle it first within ourselves, and that shifts everything. You know, also my website, Five-Step Emotional Clearing Process, you can copy and paste that. That can help you with this also. Because okay. you want to get out of the projection mode. See, we all stay, we've been taught to stay in the projection mode. You, you're very right. It doesn't mean that you're not right, and that person's behavior or the commitment that they didn't do it they're at, they're at fault or they're wrong if you want to look at wrong or right. But wrong and right doesn't shift the pattern. It keeps us in the game. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? That makes sense. Yes. That yes. makes sense. So we want to get out sense. of that game and, into the, and get into the perception. I didn't Most. send that email. And then I thought, Michelle, are you being a slacker? Are you just not confronting things in a business way? I'm like, well, I don't know. I got three emails. For okay. support, saying, how can we help you? What do you want to do? What do... And I thought, okay. We've got to remember we have the higher self, not just the ego. There's a part that's orchestrating and handling things for us. Right. If we can get out of right. our way, right? Right. And it's also, also you know, like, just one last thing. The last thing is that, like, also is ego. Like, you don't want to control everything either. 
So that's what popped up for me just in this conversation. So it might be yeah, the fact I need to let go. People, oh, I mean, we can be the tyrant, but sometimes we don't know what is on that other person's plate. Yeah. Very yeah. few people just are slackers to be slackers. Usually they're overwhelmed. Something, something's going on. And so if we can right. just allow for that, then yeah. that's where the secret sauce is. Then we can figure that some other sense. things out. Yeah. Okay. Let us know how okay. this unfolds for you, okay? All right. Thank you so care. much. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. God bless. You're welcome. God bless. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. How are you? Hello, Zoe. Hello, Zoe. How are you? So, I am very good. Thank you. So, my question is similar to Owen and Ray's, I believe. Um, yeah, I was basically uh, proposed a couple days ago from uh, the person who owns my place that he might not be renewing the lease in a couple of months, which worries me a little bit because I really like where I am right now. So I did my best to tune into it, and it just keeps telling me, you know, remain poised. There's no place like home. And I'm like, yeah, but what else is coming in? And I'm sensing like um, some type of, uh, like a masculine energy, like a co-creative thing. And I'm curious if this is like um, someone else I'm going to be moving in with, someone else I'm going to be moving away with, because I'm like, if I were to move, do I leave here? You know, do I do I stay in Bali or Indonesia? Or, you know, is it I'm moving in with somebody else or is it I'm going somewhere else? And, you know, it's just, it has me a little bit, frazzled because I'm literally at the precipice of completing these projects and I'm like man I don't want to think about where or if I have to go somewhere you know it so, feels like there's people in your network that you could go with because I feel like you just said that you're completing I feel like you have more to do potentially to wrap up um there's something about a ship or a boat. You're going to be on a boat. I don't know if you're near a, on a boat now or near a boat. Um, yeah, we're talking about my my friend has a big pirate ship. We're talking about doing events out there. Like, I, like that's what I'm saying okay. is I don't feel I, like I'm pleaded yeah, here, but I, I also you're... feel like there's some type of some type of movement, but I can't figure out if it's like, I feel Home you have another move, or... but that whatever with that ship or that boat, there, there's something that you're going to be doing there um, that you're to be a part of. Part of what I see with you is you're getting a new crew. You know, there's a new soul group, or some of them you know already, but there's some new people coming into your life that I feel are much more supportive and on alignment to where you are and where you're going. Um, so that may be also why you know, the the move of this from this person. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like you meet somebody through this group, but it feels like there's a transitional move for you. Like, oh, come here, you can stay here, or we have a place, or this is a great place. It's something around the, the, the people with the boat, with the ship. Yeah. But you I'm don't hearing. feel me like leaving uh, Indonesia or this because – this keeps getting proposition for me to go back home. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not really, well, I, I don't feel, feel really ready, yes. but I do feel, but I do feel ultimately, some type of. Yes. Ultimately. Yes. And I, yes, ultimately, yes, you are. But there's something that you're 
in between about to complete is what I'm hearing that has to do with this ship or this boat. And then I feel you are moving on. I am leaving here, you think? I feel so. I do. Um, I got to scoot. Yeah, let's see. Not quite yet, though. I feel I'm like, if I leave here yeah, in the next couple months, yet. I don't feel like I'm leaving here just yeah. yet. But I, I mean, no, I don't feel not, like it's no, time right. to go back to California just yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. All right, sweetie, I got a scoot. I'm glad. It's good to hear from you all the way from Boston. Nice to hear from you. It. Yay, ciao yeah. for now. Excited for the guest. Yeah, ciao, ciao. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Doing great. What's your question? Hi. Um, okay, so my question um, is a little bit different. It's about health. Um, I kind of had, well, I ended up getting sick at the end of last year while I was on vacation, and I had some residual things that happened after that. Um, I ended up being mm-hmm. put on medication, and I feel like that might have maybe started something that wasn't there before. Long story short, I've been to doctors and God knows how many doctors in the past couple of weeks, and they keep telling me that it's this thing, and I'm like, no, it's not that. And I do have a stress test coming up next week. So my question is, do you think it's a heart problem, or could it be, um, is it something else? Um, Is it something serious? And if so, like, will I be able to get past it? I feel like it could be stress and there could be there could be dietary lifestyle changes needed to be made is what I'm hearing. Okay. That that, that part I was already but, on that that trajectory okay. and then okay. this happened. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's going to help. Um what's coming? You know, sometimes you know, sometimes we still have to, it's like getting the cold of the flu, even though you take everything, it still has to go do its cycle is what I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah. It shows So it pretty much better, it doesn't though. say. It shows it, I mean, it I feel a little better. Bit, yeah, I do feel a little bit better. I definitely feel better than I did uh, uh, two weeks ago. Um, but okay. I'm still feeling some pressure. And I was telling them, and that's why I was worried if it might have been my heart, and that's why they suggested for me to go to um, a cardiologist to get a stress test. But now it kind of has me scared because I'm like, I want to be able to work out and do things, and if it's a heart problem, then it's going to limit me a little bit. I don't think that it's going to be that. But get your test done. You know, I had something last year. I think I had covid Oh, okay. So I I thought I had a I I had the EKG had all that. I thought I, my heart was pounding hard. Yes, I laid me down, too. I heard my heart. I yes. go get the test, and my doctor is like, "Your heart is so strong." He's he's like, "You could run a mile now," and it's, it's don't worry. And I'm like, "Are you sure?" He showed me the thing. He said, "Trust me, trust me. You're not dying from a heart attack." He goes, "Your heart is in." So strong, and I go well. What, what? And he goes. Sometimes people lay down and they hear their their heart more. 
Mm-hmm. Who knows what was going on? I don't know. But anyway, I saw the test. Everything was fine. But So I feel you're getting better, but it is kind of a wake-up call. There is, It is like a yes. wake-up call for some changes is what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay. Well, so that makes I me feel, feel you. Better. I know. It's scary. When I had that thing, because my heart was pounding so much, my blood pressure was so high, because also I got nervous yes. being in the doctor's office Same about here. the heart. The nurse is like, yes. we got to rush you to the hospital. I'm going, let's just wait. Let's just wait. I don't want to make a big deal. And then, of course, yes. after I talked to the doctor, they took my uh, blood pressure. It was really low. I was like, he was like, yeah, I guess you're a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've mean, got to all remember we're under so much stress, you know, yes. that no matter and what you, don't you even do, realize it's still... exactly, exactly. Yeah, and Please my, my keep thing us posted, though. Yeah, the, the, for me, they were telling me that it was anxiety. And I'm like, no, like my heart is pounding too much. My blood pressure is up. Like this doesn't make any well, sense. So that's what they took. But the anxiety takes weird symptoms. I'm learning. I that. mean, even I meditate, all the stuff that I do, because that's what he was telling. And I'm like, no, how could it be? I do this. I meditate. And he's like, right. You know, I, so yeah, I'm like, wow. I go, I've never had this happen. You know, I thought for sure I was going to be, you know, yes, yes. In the hospital. All whatever. right. Well, um, yes. Well, yeah. So thank do you your so walk, much. start your walks, change the dietary mm-hmm. changes, get your stress test. That'll make you feel more at ease. With that EKG. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so Take much. Care. Alrighty. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh my God. That could be so scary. But I'm in good health. Fit is a fit. Sue McCarthy, intense cosmic energies coming in. Yeah, the heart racing, beating. You had that last year. Yeah, I think a lot of people had it. Scared the heck out of me. But then my doctor, he's so funny. Young guy, he's like, I don't know. He said some funny joke. He goes, it's so strong. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, but sometimes you got to get stuff for peace of mind, right? All right. Waiting for our guestie to come on. Let's see if we can get one more in. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Katie. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year. Hi. Um, I wanted to, I'm taking, I'm, I wanted to know what is the vibe or the energy, what my guides are saying about taking, um, I'm taking this exam in February. And I just wanted to know what, what were my guides saying about that? Okay, okay, right. Well, first of all, they're saying, okay, they also, okay, you know a lot more than you think you do is what I'm hearing. Oh, yes, you think, exactly. you think it's going to be to relax more. You know a lot more. I don't know what that's yes. about, but you know, does that make sense? You know, you actually know yeah, the material. I've taken, I've, exactly, I've taken the, the, the test numerous times, right? And I think because I didn't pass it, my confidence went down, but it doesn't mean I can't pass it just because I didn't pass it, right? So I know a lot of the right. answers, and I'm answering a lot of questions, but I also just think when I was in school, they kind of, or just society says that this is such a hard exam that even though I'm getting some things right, is like 
there's something in me that says I'm supposed to struggle or supposed to be hard. And it's like, yeah. well, you no, get you did that you already. Get nervous. Yeah. yeah. So I would do get some rosemary essential oil that helps with memory and kind I of relax. And be good. And when you go, you know, even do, doodle, draw out what it is or, or, you know, write some things down. That'll help your mind. But you just need to settle your mind is what I'm hearing. Because you know the material. That's what they said. You know the material. Yeah. Because, I'm, yeah, I'm getting a lot of the – there's like three parts to it. And I think I kind of get into a fear of what I don't know. Like I, I was kind of mm-hmm. like shamed about it as a kid. So I kind of feel like I need to kind of like forgive myself for the past and not hold that against me and don't let the past define my future. And, um, yeah. yeah, just kind of like be in the moment. of. I think I just need to kind of like just build up my confidence and just this, it can be easy. It doesn't yeah. have to be what hard. What you can do is what we call, you can do a temporal tap with the temporal lobe or temporal ridge right above uh-huh. the ear. Um, and you, you go, I know what you're bone, talking about. The bone. Yeah, yeah you and go from the front to the back. Yeah. Front to the back. That's all you need to do is tap in that temporal tap. I'm ready to pass the test. It is divine timing. It's the right time to pass the test. I pass the test with ease. And tap it in the right side so it goes in the right hemisphere of the brain and just tap it in. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You, you're you're giving me a confirmation because my mind actually oh, told me yeah, that. Well, you're, I've not heard, not a lot of people know about the temporal um, tap. No, it didn't tell me about the temporal, but it told me the, the, the words you said. It told me to say those things, but it didn't tell me the temporal part, <laughs> the tapping part. Oh, well, tap it in, the temporal, yeah, the temporal yeah. ridge. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, you're on air. Hi, this is Jamie Gandy. Hey, Jamie, welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering if you could tell me if I'm going to get a puppy soon. I was going to ask about the move, but since everybody else is, and I can't have a puppy where I live, uh, I think I'm going to be moving soon, so... I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to get a puppy. All these moves, just like I predicted, another mass (laughs) exodus, everyone's moving. You are moving. I don't feel you found the place yet. Um, So, but I do feel a move. You will definitely down the road get a doggy. Um, Yeah, you're definitely, I would say anyway, most people just relax. The energy and, and the aspects astrologically greatly improve in March and April on. Um. It's moving that we're getting momentum, but there's still a lot of start-stop. It's like things almost coming together or almost ideal, almost perfect. So, um, give, you know, give yourself a little bit of time. But, yeah, just start looking, and, you know, you'll find something. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Hi. I wanted to know Who's this? if there, it's Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. Hi, Michelle. So my question is, is there some energy or whatever that 
I keep rewinding that's making me procrastinate so to look for a job? Like, is there something I can do or something I'm missing of why I'm, like, not getting to it? Tiny. I have found that procrastination a lot of times is our higher self intervening. Okay. There may be something else that you would be better suited doing or a focus. Now, again, we have to be honest with ourselves. There's some things that we just really don't want to do, and it mm-hmm. takes time. But usually if we listen to our higher self, connect to our intuition, we mm-hmm. get things boom, 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 boom. And I'm a big, because I am a manifest, I get a lot done. And I, I've, I've had, I still have to learn this over and over. I have to remind myself. Sometimes I'm just blocked by the universe, or I don't have energy. Like the other day, I had all mm. these plans, these different platforms. I, I, part of my contract is doing certain videos, and I was going to do videos for my YouTube, and I, content mm-hmm. for these workshops. I had all these plans, and I had worked a lot Friday, and then I had Saturday, I had workshop, and I had done videos. I thought, oh, I'll just take Sunday off, and then Monday, I, I'm going to do all this. Monday came, and no, my body mind was like, no, no. And I was like, come on, you're going to get up and early and do it. And I was trying to put it in I went, uh-uh, no, no. So I had a leisurely morning, made my tea, did this long walk, went and saw the chickens. And part of me is like, you slacker, you said you'd get all this done. Right. Yep. But, but it was a different timing. And so I got the message, two o'clock, get ready. So I got ready, got half of what I needed to do, enough. Um, done but my vision was get up early get it done da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. so yep. i feel for you how can you get in touch with that divine feminine flow you know you're in touch with the masculine aspect of the to do which is great great aspect as well but honor the timing and sometimes cynthia it's just doing something else before something else that gives us joy mm-hmm you know, uh, and I love doing my videos, all my content, but I don't, I, honestly, I have to put makeup on. I don't like doing that, and I don't like setting stuff up. <laughs> What's that done? Um, yeah, but but I've tried to do without the, you know, anyway. So I feel that for you. I feel there's a couple things that you could do. Just maybe ch- change your schedule just a little bit. Maybe it's a, a tea or a coffee or a walk or you make a smoothie or but something that you do or read a book, read a passage. Pick a card, an oracle card, center yourself for that. Do something else. And I'm telling you, nine and a half times out of ten, the energy shifts because you've given to yourself first. Okay. And then the other stuff is – because I do see you looking for work. I do see you getting a um, – actually quite a good uh, position, actually. Good job. Corporation. Cor- I do see you getting something. Yeah, I do. Okay. So I feel okay. like there's just one little step in there. That helps. Thank All you. Right. That helps. Okay. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Oh, I love you all so much. That's great, great calls. Very inspirational. Oh, and so many calls that it's exactly what we're all going through in one way or another. All right. Um, you guys, I'm going to be fanning out a bit because we have Lynn B. Andrews on uh, New York Times and internationally best-selling author of the Medicine Woman series, which I have read them all, uh, which chronicles her three decades of study and work with shaman healers on all four continents. 
Uh, Lynn's actually a best-selling author, not of one, two, ten books, 20 books. She's also recognized worldwide as a leader in the field of spiritual healing and personal empowerment. As a shaman, healer, and mystic, Lynn is widely acknowledged as a major link between the ancient world of shamanism and modern societies thirst for profound personal healing and a deeper understanding of the pathway to enlightenment. Uh, we're going to be diving in a bit to her about her new book, Acts of Power, Daily Teachings for Inspired Living. Welcome, Lynn. It's great to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you so much. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. Lynn, when I saw you were going to be on, I was like, oh, my God. Star woman, medicine woman, crystal woman, jaguar woman, which I love. Um, Flight of the Seventh Moon. I had to tell my assistant. I had to tell a few friends of my assistant. You'll never guess who's going to be on today. Um, so, yeah, this is really uh, – because you're like a major not only leader but have been, um, you know, at the forefront of this, really at the cutting edge of the whole idea of bringing um, from – indigenous cultures, the, the wisdom keepers, um, you know, the shamanic uh, wisdom and, and ritual and making it so through your stories that what they say contemporary or people that aren't in touch with that can see the magic and the mystery and have an understanding um, as well as the tools to tap into that for themselves. So, yeah, you you're, really... you're wonderful to say that, and and it's true. I I started writing really uh, a long time ago, and uh, 21 books ago, and wanted to bridge uh, this incredible native world of intelligence and healing, and bridge that into our everyday life, which was. That's what I was doing with my first books, or probably all of them, actually. Even this latest one, Acts of Power. It's uh, teachings for everybody in life. We all are whizzing out the door in the morning to go work on something. Mm-hmm. And this this book kind of gives you a point of view I think we need that. I mean, the top of the program before you come on, uh, came on air, it really, um, I had my own shamanic unfolding, getting the messages, but it was all about living intentionality and, and weaving the common thread. And like you say, moving away from that whizzing to get stuff done, whizzing to make it happen, you know, whizzing to make the decisions. Um, it, I, I feel yeah. like we're in this, re- it's really about, counterbalancing that now I, I feel like and people need we all need the support um and i'm a big proponent of books cards everything you know i feel like we need reminders and our society doesn't hold enough of those reminders so you know we need to put them together our, ourselves um, now lynn i do have a question how did you embark upon this because i even remember in your earlier books um, you really had these this mystical, magical experiences that you chronicled in in your book series. Did you start? Was it born out of your own seeking, being on a path, 
is that um, how it began for you? I'm, I'm just curious how you got on this path. <laughs> how did you get here? <laughs> I was. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I know. How did you? Because all this, I mean, you did so, I mean, just, your books bring you, I mean, everyone needs to, yes, get the active power, daily teachings for inspired living. However, all you bring people into this world. I mean, very few authors are able to do that. Where you read your book, well, you're in that world. Oh, I'm so glad you say that. I, I try so hard to bring people into that world because I oh, I was a woman uh, married in Beverly Hills. Uh, my husband was in the film business, and I was raising my daughter and uh, working with art try, uh, peripherally as an art dealer and uh, wanting to write, but didn't know what I wanted to write about. And all mm-hmm. these things happened to me uh, that were, uh, I would tell somebody a little bit about it, and they would just look at me cross-eyed, you know, like, uh, are you kidding? <laughs> that can't possibly have happened to you. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and so I thought, all right, I'm going to write a book. And the the Native women had asked me to do this anyway. And just Mm -hmm. write about the teachings and what we've done together. And so I did. And, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, A lot of... (laughs) I got attacked (laughs) by everybody. And then finally, they just settled down as I wrote book after book. (laughs) I realized that this was actually going on and that I it was wonderful and that it was so great that I was sharing it. Mm. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have I incredible bet coming from where you came from, yeah, coming from where you came, I, I could imagine people were like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Um, yeah. Now, how, right? I mean, shot. Now, how did you start um, working with these women? Was it just something, a part of your path or seeking and finding that you just alighted on it and said, this is amazing, oh, no. I just want to know uh, more, I want to step, no? No, no, I was, um, uh, well, I had been looking for a teacher for a very, very long time. And I <laughs> had met a lot of men who were great teachers in their own a milieu, whatever that was, and I was interested in something else. I just didn't know what. And then uh, I met Agnes Wissengelk through uh, a series of circumstances and uh, very, very unlikely circumstances. found myself in Manitoba, Canada, out on the reserve, uh, looking for mm. a little cabin in which... Agnes Whistling Elk resided, and then I met Ruby Twenty Chiefs as well. And oh, that's right! I remember that in the books. Yeah, and oh. they, uh, I just I met them, and it was the strangest thing. I'm I'm sure you've had experiences like this where you just you know uh, that this person has meaning in your life, and uh, yeah. I met these teachers and I knew instantly that I was supposed to work with them 
and that it was mm. somehow been ordained. Uh oh, we lost you. We lost Lynn. Call back in, Lynn. Why did she talking about that? Oh, let's see if she calls back in. Lynn. Oh, why did she talk? Because I was just going to ask. I didn't know in the book. Oh, you can hear me. We lost Lynn. Oh. Um. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, the story was getting good. You can hear me. Okay, thank you. In the chat. Um, I didn't realize that these books were actually what was happening, that she was going through this. Okay, let's see if I can call her. Dropped out. I've got a lot of people listening by. Ooh, story was getting good. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Let's see, everybody. So this was all true, what she was experiencing. I did not know that. I thought it was, some of it was kind of fiction, but I remember from one of the books. Photographs of a marriage basket. And I was trying to find it. Right. When I called the gallery the next day after seeing it, they told me that they never had such a thing. So I went on a search for it and never found it. (laughs) But in the process of telling him about it, uh, he went, oh, and he knew instantly that it was really Plenty Chiefs and Agnes who had sent me... uh, a photograph, kind of as an uh, invitation on another level of, of American, I guess you might say. Lynn, I'm going to bump you over to the next, um, okay, where you called in before on the switchboard, because in the chat they're saying it's a little garbly, the connection. Oh, oh okay. So I'm, like, so I'm just getting you back on the, okay. So do you hear yeah. me? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? Okay, I can. Now I hear Lynn. Yes, they can. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, thank gosh for the thank God for the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. So you were guided. Sounds like all everything's been guided for you. All these kind of missions and, and adventures and mysteries. Go here, meet this person. Go there. That true? Oh yes, oh yes. I I kind of well, I was introduced uh, to Agnes and Ruby. Uh, I I hadn't met them yet, and this gentleman, uh, this medicine man, Ruby and Matt, and to go to this general store and follow the road. Uh, down the da da, and that's three stones on the left. Take a left, 
and so mm-hmm. forth. And I did. I flew up to Manitoba the next day and um, followed his very rough map. And I did find the cabin, the cabin of Agnes Whistling Elk. And my mm-hmm. story really goes on from there. Mm-hmm. So what guided you now to Acts of Power, Daily Teachings for Inspired Living, which is now your, your offering to the world? How did that come about? Uh, it's taken me a couple of years or more to write this book. And it's, uh, I wanted to write something that would inspire people on a daily basis, but wasn't pages and chapters of reading. And so I distilled thoughts down to uh, almost a half a page a day uh, or less. And um, mm. they, uh, I started writing them and I put them in this form and it's just wonderful. It inspires me. I look every day for mm-hmm. work. I love the, the idea of the, a daily guide. I um, find it so powerful. Well, you know, we're obsessed with thoughts right now of chaos. You know, mm-hmm. there's trouble in the world, and there's uh, pandemics, and there's, oh gosh, this, that, and the other, depending on where you are. And uh, I thought, well, you know, we need this. We need to lift our minds out of worry mm-hmm. and out of these concepts of um, being very uh, secluded in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give people a, sort of an awakening in a way. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, I tried very hard to do that, but I think I've done it. I think the book. The book is excellent, and I defy anyone to get a hold of this book and start using it. And tell me if you find flaws or something, I'd love to know. Uh, because I tried so hard um, to answer any question that would come up. Mm-hmm. And I'd like that you call it acts of power. Can you touch on that? It's like there are these acts of power read, uh, you know, just a couple paragraphs. Uh, these are meant to become an act of power. And mm-hmm. an act of power can be a gathering of your thoughts. It can be the making of a flute, the painting of a picture, writing a book. You know, those are all acts of power. Mm-hmm. And an act of power is something that you delve deeply into your essence to find. Right, right. Yeah, and this helps bring it out. Okay, still crackly. Oh, Lynn, do you mind calling back in? Well, no. Because oh, um, we really want to hear you brighter. Yeah, brighter. <laughs> okay. Uh, what okay. number? Let's see, I've got it here. The uh, 347-539-5122. Okay. Go ahead and hang up this one. Okay, Okay. good. Go ahead and hang this one up.
Okay, everybody, that should be, I know you can still hear me, so that, okay, we'll get her off of that. And then, let's see, she'll call back in. Ah, sorry about that, but she's giving such great information. I want everybody to be able to hear it and um, just not having the best, um, best phone line. Let's have her call back in. And I love that acts of power. You know what I was thinking about, too? When you do um, affirmations or follow some kind of empowerment, some kind of tool, it does build this power within you. You have this power, um, like a, you build a reservoir, right? It's like building a reservoir. So I really agree with Lynn, what she's saying with that. Um, Lynn? I am back, you lovely oh, yeah, people. Much clearer. Oh, much clearer. So I was thinking when you, the acts of power, so you're kind of building this reservoir as you're doing these daily teachings. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I find for me, yeah, in, in using books this way, yes, there's that element of surprise, but a lot of time, an aha or an answer to a question, or it helps me maybe focus a different way or reorientate how I'm looking at something. And then, yes. right? And then I find too, though, that you start looking for the magic, you know, the mystery, and how you. You have, you know, in all your books, really shown that, that that is possible um, to live this way. And I do believe, starting with, you know, a, a guidebook, a daily guidebook, um, with the during of the day and at night, but I do find it does prime us to live more that way instead of living only mm-hmm. from the mundane aspect. But it's like we need that primer, though. We need that reminder, which, you know, well, we do. We do because uh, one of the problems is is that you're concentrating on something that is entirely different and you pick mm-hmm. up a, a book full of, of, of wisdom and you read a line or two and wow, you know, it snaps mm-hmm. you into uh, a clearer reality, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, helps others connect into their own wisdom. Then, then feeling a lot or contemplating a lot or seeing, keep seeing the, the word wisdom in so many different ways. You know, wisdom, yes. what's wisdom, what's the wisdom in this? Um, when you were with these teachers, native teachers, you talk a lot about wisdom. And what is their perception of, of wisdom? that you learn, that you can pass on to us? Well, what is wisdom? We hear about wisdom, but... Wisdom is so different. It depends on which subject. You know, um, Mm. (laughs) as Albert Einstein said once, long ago, he said, a human being is part of a whole called by us universe, Mm. a part limited in time and space. So he experiences himself, your thoughts, for instance, and your feelings as something separated from the rest of people's uh, play in the world. And it's kind of an optical delusion of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us Mm -hmm. to our personal desires and what we've learned in life from, you know, all the uh, 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 programming that our society programming. Yeah, so our task uh, must be to free ourselves from uh, that prison of ideas and widen your circle of compassion to embrace all of life, all living creatures, and the whole of nature and its beauty. And that's what we're doing, I think. That's why I write. And uh, probably most of my readers are looking for a new way of finding compassion, for instance. And that's definitely a power within itself to have compassion. Yeah, um, right. Definitely. 
and people could bring them. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Lynn. Go ahead. Uh, I, 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 I really finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we got a little delay with the, the podcast. Um, I'm just thinking this this book is so timely. Um, I think for navigating what what we're what, all what going are you through right now. Of? Well, so all it of is, the, the isn't acts it? of power were, yeah, the daily teachings. I think I I, I think we you know. It just brings me back again to that word intentionality. I, I think setting the day, setting the tone, closing the day, you know, that it, it's going to be these little these little breadcrumbs that lead us on the path and, you know, mm-hmm. reorientating our mind to understand this and know what to look for. It, right. It's important, Yeah. It's really important. Yeah, I think it is important because people mm-hmm. um, uh, sometimes just forget how to do things, like welcome the truth into their lives. And this is a way to do that, to help assist in that. Oh, Lynn, we're out of time. I'd love to have you back at some point, any time. Um, love to have you well, share. I, would... I love what you've brought. Yes, and if you know something specific comes up, I'll uh, I'll get in touch with you, and maybe we can talk about it on the show. Okay, that sounds great. Yes, absolutely. I know I'd enjoy it, and I know um, our listeners will as well. In fact, we have a lot of people in the chat saying thank you. So wonderful. Thanks, Linda Michelle. And honey, thank show. you. Thank you. Yes, you're wonderful, uh, and I honor you for what you do. I'll talk oh, to you soon. Oh, thank you so much. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, that was Lynn Andrews. You can find out more information by going to lynnandrews.com. Really, her books, if you want to just dive in and just be transported into another world, but it is our world. It's an, you know another way of living in the world. Um, Her books are fantastic for that. Um, Her most recent book, Acts of Power, Daily Teachings for Inspired Living, which is a daily guide, which I think we all need right now. I use use a guide, multiple guides. Um, And also she talks about love and power. I haven't read that one yet, so I'm going to check that out. Um, Again, Lynn Andrews has been diving in about her most recent book, Acts of Power, Daily Teachings for Inspired Living. I am so inspired. Um, oh, White Calla Lily in the chat. I have never heard of her, but we'll be buying her books starting at number one. Yeah, they're really, I mean, I've been thinking what to read or, or uh, watch, you know. But, but we really, I think right now we really need to tap into things that remind us and reinforce the mystery, the magic, the other dimensional I've been watching on Netflix, I finished it already, the series called The Gift, and it's uh, set in Turkey. So it's in Turkish, it's got subtitles, which I don't mind. And then, of course, there's Wheel of Time. I I don't know if that's Apple, Netflix, or Amazon, one of them. Um, But they all talk about this other dimensional reality and being guided and led from place to place and looking 
Um, and of course, Lynn lived this way for many years. I've lived this way. I'm trying to, I want to embrace it and live more this way. Um, so I do feel again, with the, I'm going to say it again, Jupiter and Pisces, Neptune and Pisces, we have, there's an invitation this year. Uh, the universe is supporting this. Our soul is yearning for this to integrate this way of living and being more in our life. The other is not going away, but using this more as a navigational tool, you know, tool of unfolding. All right, everyone, thank you so much for being here and co-creating this with me. Um, really do love you all so much. Such gifts. Thank you all that were able to call in. If you didn't get your question answered or you wanted a reading, I'm here next week, uh, next Monday, or Monday, what am I saying, Monday, Wednesday, next Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, and um, there's a lot of nuggets in this show, a lot of little nuggets that came through. All right, um, we'll have Lynn back also at some point. And if you do get her book or startup, let me know. Also, remember February, Mark Mancola, The Way of Miracles is coming back on, so Gather your miracles, get big and small, little, tiny, huge, Kehante, big, um, and let's talk about it, call in, share about it. Um, there's a post on Facebook and also my Instagram about miracles. You can share in the comments um, how you're experiencing your miracle and or miracles. All right, so let's take good care, and I will see you speak. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.